Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Podcast on the planet where you ask the hard questions like Would quest boards on Golarian have uh, weird ads like you find on YouTube? Oh, you that, like... that's a good one. Um, I mean, anyone can put shit up on them, right? Like, no one's like, yeah, because yeah. yeah, they're just like, say, it, it is the it, it is the Twitter of the path. Yeah, like anyone can put up their ads. I mean, yeah, then you're fucking bound to see someone on there like, come bathe in my milk, <laughs> like. You, there's uh, bound to be some fucking freak. Like, th- there's no like, there's no like, guild board union. I, I mean, I guess it, I guess there's the guild itself. Um, but like, if you just have like a, a job board posted in the middle of town, you're gonna have some people who come in and they're like, yeah, ha, solve this riddle. How many keys must I move to rescue yon maiden? Oh, she had. If you fail, she shall uh, drown in the lava. I mean, yeah, they probably have, like, a collection of, like, weird fucking posters that they took down that weren't actually quests. Yeah, I mean, because you're going to get solicitation. Do you like, think do you think that they collect them? Do you think that those guilds collect those those weird posters? Absolutely, yeah. I do. Probably. I mean... Trading them like trading cards? <laughs> Dude, she posted that on your quest board, too? Yeah, crazy, right? I'll trade you for it. We haven't been like high enough level to even encounter this because we don't have anything like unlocked. But I'd like to think that like in any video game that has this, this kind of thing, like a message board or like a um, mm-hmm. fucking uh, and a way to advertise shit. In 14 with Party Finder, there are the people who are like, oh, yeah, we're doing like Shiva Unreal. We're doing like uh, savage runs of like Sukiyomi. We're doing... Uh, dungeon runs for blue mages and then on the bottom you go to like the other category which is like people advertising their um their rp houses their rp houses that are like cafes or people Uh just like asking for friendship or some other people (laughs) who are just like Hi, I would like a boyfriend who fuck who <laughs> who is willing to buy me stuff off of the fourteen store. You know what? That the person who's doing that is getting that bag. You know what? She should be doing it. I, I did see someone who's who who uh, did that like for the past couple days of of uh, oh. asking for a gay boyfriend who who's willing to buy them shit, and then. <laughs> At the same, and then I saw them recently 
in all caps, just say, I don't care who you are. Just carry me through dungeons. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm loving, I'm just imagining, you're a fucking Oleg's trading post. Help wanted, slay the Linorm. Um, come visit this cafe. I would like a friend. <laughs> Boyfriend required. Oh. <laughs> would we like to play some Pathfinder? Somebody, yeah, sure. Somebody's quest is please find me a boyfriend. <laughs> there is speeding in 14. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's fucking go. There's probably been some beautiful marriages of spout for a minute and we'll never know because they're too ashamed to admit that they met in uh, fucking MMOs. Um, are we good to go? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Okay, so previously in Extinction Curse, you guys were on the hunt. After putting on a successful performance, you needed to find information about the whereabouts of Moonstone Hall. Uh, all you knew about it was that it was probably a Temple of Arden, and it was probably going to be difficult to find, because there's a lot of those around. Mm -hmm. uh, it, he was kind of a popular god. Um, after looking around, uh, you settled upon visiting old friends of Royari, a chapter of the Knights of the Aeon Star, uh, known as the Order of Saint Sarnax. Um, caretakers of Royari from when they were a child. After a lot of humming and hawing about destiny and refusing to listen to the actual fortune teller's take on destiny, um, it was revealed to uh, Royari that uh, they had taken him off the streets uh, as a child because they believed that there was a high possibility that he was a reincarnation of the legendary Saint Sarnax, what the latest in a long line, ready to protect uh, the Isle of Kortos from a horrible desolation that would one day come and shed new light on the worship of Aradin. Um, and where are you? Look down your stride and you're like, cool. So where's this temple? And you're like, oh yeah, it's underground. And you're like, cool. You went, uh, you got a permit because you needed one. Uh, you became best friends with the Captain Lagarde uh, who told you, man, this city's corrupt as fuck. And when I'm gone, it's the city's going to be not a great place. Mm -hmm. um, and you're like, well, we're just going to go underground now. And you went underground, and you're like, wow, being underground is great. Nothing bad ever happens, and blah, said the horrible demon monster uh, from Dinosaur Hell. And you guys are like, he oh, fuck, a horrible dinosaur demon monster from Hell. Yeah. And uh, you guys, uh, I told you to roll initiative, and we didn't because we weren't about to, uh, it was the end of the episode. But now I'm going to tell you to roll initiative for real. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Okay. Why can't you just take our initiative for last time? We didn't roll. What are you talking about? Kicking, Ritz, you two can roll. Dave is going to not roll, I assume. Yeah, I'm I'm I am ready to roll initiative. Uh well, I'm ugly as fuck and I rolled a 17. No, you're beautiful. <laughs> 26. Alright. So top of the order is uh Ariato. Ariato, uh, a horrible demonic uh, blood uh, creature has uh, made its way out of the uh, underground temple that you have just stumbled upon. Um, this creature has uh, vaguely dinosaur-like traits, and as it's uh, skirting towards you, the babau is snarling. You don't like the babau. The babau is not your friend. You have three actions. What do you do? She is going to go ahead and hit this thing with an admonishing ray. Okay, good call. 24. Okay, a 24. That is just about a hit. Oh my um, god. 
like, just about. Uh, this thing is, looks strong, so yeah. Roll me that damage. Five. You deck the dude in the head, and he lets out a, <clears throat> as he kind of stumbles back a little bit, uh, and he looks up at you, and he squints, and he's not happy. Um, you have one action left. What do you do? Shield. Good call. <laughs> um, Ariadne, that is your turn. And you cast a shield on yourself just in time because uh, the creature rushes towards you, blood splattering as it uh, kind of charges towards you, letting out these demonic shrieks as it does. Um, and it is going to try to jaw attack you. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. Nope. Okay, and he's going to try this time with a claw attack. That is going to be, uh, well, if a 21 didn't hit, I'm going to say that a 23 minus 4, a 19 ain't a hit either, I assume. Nope. Okay, it hisses in your face, not even speaking uh, in abyssal, just like letting out a... It kind of bends its back, spines jutting out. Um, horrible. Volio, it's your turn. What the fuck? What the fuck? I, you know... When you see a creature made of blood, it's not pretty sight. No. I don't think anyone would like to see a creature made of blood. So I think vampires probably would. Well, that's true, but we don't have any vampires in our party now, do we? Uh, one day though, Folio is going to take out his hammer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Start raging. All right. He's gonna fucking slam it on that guy. Good call. Hit him. I'm gonna hit him. Hit him where the sun don't shine. Okay, everywhere because he lives underground. That's good. You know, exactly. 26. Again, it's a hit, uh, and that is going to be 11 damage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you spunk him in the head, and when you do that, something terrible, terrible, terrible happens. Oh, no. Um, a gout of acidic blood explodes out of him, uh, directly into you. Uh, make me a reflex save. Uh, oh, dear. 18? An 18 is un... Fortunately, a fail. Um, meaning you take 2d6 blood damage. Ow. It's acid damage, but you know what I, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be... 8 damage as blood spurts into you. Not nice! Ooh. Uh, it's kind of searing down your body as it turns and snarls at you, gnashing its teeth and letting it... Oh, disgusting! <laughs> Um, is that your turn? Do you have any action stuff? Nope, that's my whole turn. Okay, and Royari, on you. Yikes, what do you do? Okay, um, Royari is going to backflip through this thing. Mm -hmm. That's what I would like to do. Um, well, actually, no, I don't need to. I, I don't need to do that. Um, I mean, you Rari- can still do a backflip. You just won't get extra panache from it. Well, yeah, Rari like does a backflip, but like doesn't like backflip through it. Just like a backflip okay. to it, you know. Be like, I'm very proud of you. Um, and then um, Rari is then going to use her weapon to attack. Uh, Rari uh, is going to use a. You know, sometimes your first attack is a finisher, and that is okay. <laughs> that is okay. That's an 18 plus 15. That is 33. A 33? Yes. 
Oh my god, because it's flat foot, baby. That's a crit! Volio and Ariato are on uh, either side of it, meaning that it's not really able to get a firm foot on the ground. It's kind of looking back between the two of them. And then you manage to swing in and get him hard. So roll me that damage. Okay. 20. Uh, 20 damage? So doubled, that would be 40. Okay, yes, that is 40 damage. Um, You slash into it and it lets out a... As blood just splatters all over the floor beneath it, pooling around its feet. But that blood is absorbed back into its body and lets out a snarling hiss. Uh, Not great. Um, Royari, the uh, eye of essence around your neck lights up, um, protecting you from its vile demonic power. Um, Hell yeah. Yikes. I got, um, one, I got one more action. Oh, God. Uh, I'm literally just going to backflip through it this time. Okay, make me an acrobatics check. Okay. Listen, Derry, I, I gotta have Nash. <laughs> That's a 24. Uh, unfortunately, that is not enough to get through its space. This thing is very nimble on its feet. Even while it is being flanked, it is able to kind of, like, block you from flipping through and it spittle a hiss in your... F- hiss spittle into your face as it snarls at you. Oh, you are disgusting. Porchlight dances on the walls as you duel with a blade in one hand and a torch in the other. Very scary. Is that your turn, Ryari? Uh, yes, that is okay. my turn. Okay. Ariato, it is your turn. Demon! It's not looking very good at all. You've kind of all laid into it. Uh, what do you do? Uh, strike it down with a trident. <laughs> very nice. Okay. Uh, roll me, make me an attack roll. 25. Just a hit! Very nice! Roll me that damage. 11. Woo! Very nice. Okay. Um, Ariato, that's 11 solid damage as you got it with a trident. And that's another screeching, like, snarl of anger. Um, you have two actions left. What do you do? Just gonna keep wailing on it. Okay. Going in with your uh, trident? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That funny. Okay, cool, yeah, you've, you'd probably have needed that. Cool, roll damage. 22 damage. Okay, 22 fucking damage. Um, Ariato, you stab into this thing's shoulder and it spittles out in anger. Um, its body is definitely, like, starting to become more and more liquidy. Um, whatever solid form was underneath is starting to fall apart right now. It roars out in anger. And, uh, you have one action left. Unless you're feeling like rolling another nat 20. Um, making another strike. Might not be an easy thing to do. Nope, so single action harm. Okay, nice! Uh, uh, let's make a fortitude give me a fortitude save. save. 17! Nope. How much damage is that? Max damage, 16. Cool! <laughs> you, have, you have all the luck that Ritz does not. He <laughs> should have! That's um, true, okay. actually. Ariad, you fucking wail into this thing, just going absolutely ham. The others are kind of left like, ooh, as you fucking assault this thing. Um, it lets out a snarl of anger, and it's still standing, but barely. It's kind of like looks between you, then like glances at Roy Ari, who did just like gut it real hard. And it's going to make a grievous strike against Roy Ari. Um, so the Babao is going to make an attack with the intent of creating a particularly horrific and gory wound. Uh, so it's going to make a melee strike. 
And that is going to be a 23, Rari. Um, a 23 is not. Uh, oh, no, that is my AC. OK, uh, so that's going to be a uh, success then. And that is um, tw uh, 12 damage, eight piercing and four evil. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's going to do an additional 1d6 uh, horrible gore damage as it rakes through your body. Um, that is one extra damage, uh, meaning you you take 13 damage total and you are sickened two for one round uh, as you are just suddenly like, you have like chunks of your uh, body ripped off you by this thing. Yeah, and it is painful. And it snarls in your face, Royari. It's It got you bad. You know what? Um, I'll kill you. Uh, it's going to make one final attack this time going for Ariato. Uh, that is going to be a, a 26. Wow, that's really... It rolled really well, finally. Um, that is eight slashing damage as it goes for you and rips into your body as well. Okay. Um, and that is its turn. Volio, look at this fucking guy. What do you do? Look at this fucking joker. <laughs> All right. I think I've had about enough of this. Uh, I think Volio's definitely had enough of this too. Fuck this guy. Fuck his blood. Um, fuck whatever congealed... Uh, exoskeleton is under that fucking weird blood. I don't know how he's built, but I don't like it anyway. That's a 15 with my maul. Uh, a 15 is not a hit, I'm afraid. This is so fucking sad. What if I tried again? Oh, that's a nine. A nine is unfortunately a crit fail. You jinxed me. I take a second your luck. No, you jinxed me. You did it. You said it. All right, well... Okay. Give me that crit fail. Okay, so on a crit fail volio, your uh, arcane magic arcs around you, and <gasps> it's a wild magic card! Yes! I'm so excited! Okay, let's see what horrible thing happens this time. <laughs> uh, roll me a d100. Oh, I have been waiting for this day. A 43! A 43? Okay, uh, Volio, as you're slamming it, uh, suddenly something happens. Uh-huh. And now there are three of it. <gasps> Uh-oh. That's not good. Um, one of them's completely red, one of them's completely blue, one of them's completely green. Uh, you appear to have cast mirror image on it. Oh, fuck. Oops. Um, they all they all snarl and howl in uh, confusion, uh, kind of like looking at you as your magic arcs, and you have one action left. Um, man, I know I'll crit fail again if I attack, so I'm not gonna do that. Uh, well, you don't know. Maybe you'll get lucky for once. Don't fucking tempt me. You did just roll a tree and a two. I will point out. Yes, I did. I don't want to roll in that one. <laughs> Come um, on, give us that one. God. Oh, and he's saying it like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rolled an eight. It's a ten. Uh, well, unfortunately, that's another crit fail either way. <laughs> oh, no. Volio, you miss again, and when your hammer sparks off the floor, the sparks suddenly, like, cause a mist to emerge from the cracks, <gasps> and... I'm very sorry to tell you that you do cast Stinking Cloud on uh, everyone around you. No! 
Which is nice. Uh, there is a big smelly cloud right now. Riari is going to kill you. Uh, I will also point out that uh, the name of that effect is How Did This Happen? How did this happen? So we'll get to that. Um, but Volyoda, it's your turn. Royari, it is your turn. Um, I need you to make me a fucking fortitude save. Um, <laughs> minus okay. two because you're already sickened. Uh, it's an 18. Uh, and Volyoda, what is your clown DC? Uh, well, my clown DC is 22. Okay, so Royarda is a fail. Uh, you are sickened and slowed. I'm so sorry. You have two actions instead of three. Make this count. Volio has made this horrible, stinky cloud, and also you can't really see everything, uh, which means you'll need to make a flat check to hit this guy. On the plus side, he'll have to do all these things too. Oh, great. Um, Rayari is going to um, try and go through the guy's face again. Okay, with... make me an acrobatics check. Okay. It's a 12 plus um, 11, uh, so 23. Uh, a 23. Because his reflex is also lowered, yes, that is literally the DC you have to pass. Woo! All right. And then Rayari is going to very angrily try and kill it um, so that so that she can leave this disgusting cloud of, of gross things. <laughs> okay. You're coughing and wheezing as this is happening and clutching uh, your gut, which is all lovely. Rayari looks so fucking angry. <laughs> Volio, fucking Urkel posing. Urkel posing. Did I do that? The the new trend that's got the internet going wild. Urkel posing. Took <laughs> the internet by storm a long time ago. Anyway, it's a nine plus twelve. Uh, twenty-one. Yeah. That would be a hit. Oh, okay. Okay, make me that damage. Fifteen. You're kidding me! <laughs> What's the problem, Derry? Literally, he had 15 HP left. <laughs> hey guys, we, we can leave. We can leave the gross cloud now. <laughs> Royari, you fucking slash at this thing, and uh, I think you probably cut it right through the heart, and it just explodes into a pool of blood with a fire. And you are all left standing in a fucking smelly cloud. Royari is like, I'm leaving the cloud. Sleeps the cloud. You don't like my gift. It's disgusting. I I love you very much, but it's gross. Okay. Riata, where it smells so fucking bad. Folio also leaves the cloud because he hates it. <laughs> Rari leaves the cloud and is like, I hated that. I am in pain. Ah, though, it went better than I thought it would. Rari's like chest is covered in blood. Some of it, uh, some of this is mine. Ow. <laughs> oh, do you need some juice? Uh, yes. Yes, I need some clown juice. Uh, Volia takes some, um, some lesser healing potions out of his bag. His, uh, new bag of holding. From, like, two fucking episodes ago. Hell yeah. I don't need anything too big. I'm good. But, Wait, um, just, like, like one I'll, do I'll it okay. or two? Like, what? One is totally fine. All right, Volio hands you one. Uh, and he, he looks to Ariadne and he's like, how are you doing? Uh, okay, on a scale of 56 to zero, I'm at 48. Oh, I, I will give you one too. And he hands one to Ariadne too. Oh, thank you. Drink, drink, you must be healthy. 
So you guys take a moment, uh, drinking up. Um, you know that you have the ability to summon on like your divine power to heal yourselves, but you can only do that once per day. So maybe best to save it for a later time. Yeah, that's why I'm here. That being said, you seem to have defeated the guard dog, as it were. Now that all well, that stands in front of you is this ancient temple. That was the guard dog? <laughs> that was a dog? <laughs> Listen, dinosaur demons can be dogs. No, they can't. No, they cannot. They all, to, they all start with a D. No. Dogs can be dogs. Well, there's a temple, and uh, you know that there may be clues to the future in there. And the door is slightly ajar. Oh, you know what that means. What does it mean? I... I wasn't counting on you asking. That we leave and go home. Yes. Would you like to enter into Moonstone Hall? Listening in first, Volio takes out uh, his um, copper ear and he listens in. Uh, well, it doesn't sound like there's any monsters on the other side of this door. Well, perfectly safe, and he opens it. You aren't killed by a trap. Good work. Cool. I know that's what you're counting on with that tone of voice. You're like, aha, there's a trap in this door, I bet. No, there wasn't. that wasn't it at all. And you're a dumb bitch. Uh, I thought people were in here. Okay. You do walk in and it is genuinely beautiful in here. It looks like that this is the atrium of the temple as you start getting ready to enter in. This palatial chamber's dome ceiling rises 20 feet above the stone floor. Stained glass windows portray a radiant human figure raising two islands from a tumultuous sea. Though the artwork is breathtaking, jagged cracks disrupt the images, and shards of colorful glass litter the floor. Heavy ebony doors stand in the east and west walls. The atrium's alabaster walls are marred with crude paintings of humanoid figures, demons, and profane symbols drawn in blood. An unpleasant coppery odor lingers in the air. One of the paintings that has been marred is a particularly gorgeous uh, piece uh, which seems to illustrate a beautiful sword, um, one being held in a hand from beneath the waves. Ooh. Uh, would anyone like to roll um, a religion check to try to figure out what this thing is? Yes. Yeah. Sure, I'm good at those. I'm not, but I'll do it anyway. I'm average. It's the sea god. That is the saddest. That is insane. It's the Hyrule <laughs> 3. It's the sea god of swords. I rolled a 16 plus 8, so that's uh, tw uh, 24. 28. Okay, so um, both Royari and Ariato, uh, you know that this sword is not just a funny sword for decoration. Mm -hmm. I had a feeling. This is, in a way, Aradin's backstory. What you both know is that Aradin was born in the tumultuous final days of Aslant. According to legends, he was an unrivaled blacksmith and Aslan's premier swordmaker, and personally wielded many of his swords to defend Aslan from the chaos of its last decades. He was a follower of Avkana, the Aslanti moon goddess, and Amzin, the god of magic. His most famous creation during this time was this, the Aslanti diamond, a clear jewel-bladed sword intended to be the weapon of the next Aslanti emperor. When the Emperor uh, failed to choose a successor from a pool of unimpressive candidates, he asked Aradin to choose for him. And Aradin chose himself, and he kept the Aslanti diamond. <laughs> Some people believe that this may have been uh, the decision 
that uh, prompted the Starstone to hit Galarian in the first place, uh, seeing as uh, humanity's pride being its own downfall. Uh, but people aren't necessarily sure of that. What is known is that he survived, and while the sword didn't, he did recreate it, and he made the Cortos Diamond, a sword that uh, would be used to protect uh, the Isle of Cortos and Eren in its time of need. Unfortunately, no one really knows where it is, uh, so, you know... That's a problem. Problem. That's kind of a case where a lot of the things Aradin made. Fucking cunt. You see, the thing is, is that Aradin died, so even if he wanted to tell us, we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty short. Fucked up. Anyway, let's explore. Oh, God. Um, Rari is like, what the hell is this? Looks like a fountain. Uh, as you guys are kind of dancing around, you do see that there is a fountain. Why is it purple for? Uh, yeah, yeah it it's a very, it isn't a very pretty fountain. Um, you get the, like, uh, let me paste this in. Well, I think purple is pretty. Yeah, but it's a very, um, it's a, it's a messy fountain is what I'm saying. Uh, let me describe it for you guys. Walls of smooth rose marble surround a pool filled with a purplish sludge. A golden statue of a winged eye rises from the center of the pool, dripping dark tears from its corners into the noxious substance below. Faded mosaics of, on the walls surrounding the pool have been disfigured with ghastly illustrations painted with smeared blood. And Ariato, I'm going to let you specifically make a religion check on this, because this kind of uh, is your area of expertise. Okay. 28. Uh, okay, yes, you know that this is a moonstone pool, which is like, oh, that's how it got its name. because um, uh, it's the moonstone Moonstone pools temple. are uh, essentially, are, like centuries ago, Arden's clergy realized that spring water collected into vessels constructed of the natural moonstone found within the site, uh, found within uh, sites such as these, uh, granted a type of prophetic clairvoyance. Uh, the priests uh, could create these things called moonstone diadems, magical circlets capable of magnifying the moonstone's oracular powers. Uh, basically, they were pools that you could use to implant your memories in for the sake of fortune telling. Ooh. Hmm. That's kind of sick. That is kind of sick. Uh, so if you were able to find uh, any of these things, maybe it would have really useful stuff. Unfortunately, you don't know if they're necessarily still around. Also, this pool looks super corrupted. Well, yeah. if we find something and cleanse the pool... Ooh, do you think we could use while it? while we're at it, maybe the rest of this area. Well, uh, yes, this is a very dilapidated place, considering the fact that it's been literally buried. And also, badly graffitied by the Zulgat. Jesus, there's so much bloody graffiti everywhere. No, what does literally it say? Literally bloody graffiti. What's it say? Uh, it's... Uh, it's all in undercommon, unfortunately. Does it say stuff like, I need to know this just, just for my sake. Does it say stuff like, Zulgath rule? Humans um, suck unfortu ass. Unfortunately, you'll never know because it is written in undercommon. That's funny, because I know undercommon, bitch! Oh, <gasps> fuck. What's it say? Give me the gossip. Did Volio learn undercommon? Yes, he did. Uh, between book one and two? Yes, cool. he did. Uh, well, what it says is, Azul Cat rule. Aradin sucks. Meow, 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 meow. 
Hell yeah! Hell uh, yeah! Volio, Volio tells you this is what it says in that exact voice. <laughs> well, that's stupid graffiti. I think it's awful. You aren't even trying. First, I made an attempt. Well, the Zulgath rule, Aridin sucks. Don't I forget think. the me! <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh, I can never forget that. God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> Mary looks around and they're like, it is a shame though, because this is a really pretty place that just got married. Hmm, yes. It is very sad. Woodworkers. Oh, well, nothing we can do about it. You take a second and wonder, like, the reason it was buried might not have just been because of woodworking, but because having something like this reminding you of what's happened is painful, and burying it might be the only way to truly forget. Ouch. And evidently it worked pretty well because no one fucking knows this shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Rari's like, oh, there's um, there's a hallway up north of this and it looks like there's a door there and there's a door here. Oh, um, yes. Pointing at the one in this room that we haven't gone yeah. through. So there's a door in the center of the, uh, the atrium, uh, which uh, lies beyond, like, like, lies just beneath that picture of the sword. There is also a door to, in the uh, corridor to the north, if you would choose to go that way. Can I listen on into the door in the atrium? Mm-hmm. Uh, make me a perception check. All right. With my big copper ears. 29. Okay. You do hear voices. Mm-hmm. And they are speaking in undercommon. Oh, perfect. It sounds... Almost like someone is in the middle of a rant. Um, you hear some murmurs of agreement from it, but uh, the rant giver uh, is uh, snapping, and uh, she is saying, These orcs will tell us what we need to know about their hated surface dwellers. We must be able to defeat them, not only for our own crusade, but because those who dwell in the light of the surface are horrible creatures. Kleptomaniacs and violent thugs, destroyers of ash, healers of wealth, disgusting nasty monsters, which ruin the world for all those who live on the surface. Cleansing it entirely would be a mercy and allow us to once again take back our world. And uh, you hear like a very deep voice being like, Oh, mom, it's you. These people are kleptomaniacs. And murderers. Yeah. Just yesterday, you stole. I don't. I didn't steal. <laughs> I relinquished from this ancient temple of a hated man. Oh, oh mom. This is another voice. Just yesterday, you killed one of your friends. He failed me. <laughs> so why? I know. <laughs> Back making graffiti. Yes, man. Uh, Volio backs up from that, and he's like, oh, well, there's someone in there, uh, and they are very, uh, passionate about how much they hate people on the surface. So it's a Zulgath? Yes. All right. You didn't necessarily know they were going to be here still, which is great. It's fun. <laughs> Do we want to go in there now, or do we want to look through this other door up here? Let's check that one, and there are options. 
He says, going over to the other one and putting his ear against it, too. That sounds like a good idea. Are you making another perception check, Volio? Yes, I am. 24. Uh, a 24? You do hear another voice. You hear uh, just kind of like moving around and then uh, like a, a weird wiggling noise. And you hear some gasps of horror and then you hear... Now see, see how I use my abyss of proficiency to summon a glorious creature defender. No, Yashka, take it away, it is too terrifying. <laughs> I am scary and terrifying. That is my skill. I am a monstrous demon summoner. Yashka, it looks like a... Is it a demon? It looks like he just carved a wriggling room. No, it is a demon. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Bring me the salt. We must make it even more profane. All right. That's what you hear. It is very smelly in here, by the way. Like, it's not overwhelming, but, like, the smell is really bad. Volio likes their stink. It's okay. Um, but... He, he relays all that information to the others in a little stage play he does with his, like, little fingers. Um, but he's like, This means to have a creature in there and they can summon, so I do not uh, like the idea of going in there. Do we want to deal with with these guys, then? In this room? Winning towards the one there, there is another uh, um, hallway up here. Oh. oh! Yeah, there's a hallway that you wouldn't have been able to see unless you had gone around the corner. Yeah. Come this way. Well, okay. Because he's got eyes. Let's try not to get too separated. I really do not want us to die because we move too quickly. <laughs> Ariato, as you're walking these halls, it's not as bad as it was in um, the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning, but your skin does crawl. This place is... It's not right. There's blood graffiti on the walls, Derry. <laughs> yeah, you know, that that too. You don't know, like, you know why it irks you, but like, it irks you in a less, like, I think the best way of putting it is you feel this weird lump in the bottom of your stomach. Like, it's as if your body has figured something out before you have, and you don't know what that is. Hmm, okay. And you don't know that, in, you don't know what that means, so that's fun. What do you guys do? I think we're just going down the hall now. Yeah, let's okay. see what's down here. All those skips and hops. All right, down the hall you go. It, like, it is a spacious hall, and it seems to connect several rooms uh, of the upper level. There's a couple of crude, heavy packs piled against the north wall. seem to be containing really weird food. Uh, like, you kind of, like, one of you, like, opens it, and there's, like, like chalky worms like they're mm. hardened into like almost a, like a crisp uh, and they're white and you're like ugh you put that back yes God. yes yes we do that's disgusting <laughs> um would anyone like to make a perception check as you're walking past these packs yeah, yeah sure. sure okay oh, yeah 26 28 uh, 23 okay um I, that means that the uh, Royari, you are the one who stumbles over it, which isn't necessarily a good thing. Because you do see, like, you do accidentally kick a shrunken head. Oh! Oh, God. No. It's like the size of an apple. I hate the shrunken head thing. 
I hate them. I don't understand them. I think it's disgusting. Please just bury these. Perhaps people. they wanted to be Why? shrunken heads. Um, this isn't even a Zulgat, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, it appears to be a gnome, except its hair is like standing on end and its eyes are white. Its skin and its skin is kind of gray. Uh, do you want to make a society check, everyone, to figure out what the fuck that is? Yeah. Uh, I got a nat one. I got a seven plus eight is fifteen. Uh, nineteen. Okay, Ariado, you know. Uh, Royer, you're not entirely sure. It's just creepy. You know it's a gnome of some sort. And Volo, you think that actually it's a tasty snack just made to look like a horrible mo- head dead head. Oh, oh my what god. What have you found for me? Oh, oh no. No, oh, no, 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 no. Um, Ariato, this is the head of a Darrow. What? So the Darrow are a kind of Darklands creature. Um, they're like demented short folk, uh, about like, like kind of like weird halflings or gnomes who've been twisted into a horrible new form. Um, they are... They live in the Darklands, but they also do come up uh, to the top very often. Um, they are obsessed with the world above, which they call the Overburn. They wish to conquer its soft inhabitants in order to harvest their endless resources. Unfortunately, they're limited in this endeavor by their in- inability to tolerate sunlight. Um, they're... Also, famously kind of nutty. So, yeah, that's uh, that's certainly a Darklands creature that got shrunken headed by a uh, by a Zulgat. But you do also recognize that this is not just a regular shrunken head. It's a talisman. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, this is a grim trophy as a free action once per day uh, or multiple times if you're going to risk it uh, exploding into dust. You can um, activate this trophy, so long as it's tied to your belt or something, uh, and intimidate two people instead of one. Hmm. Hmm. Are you willing to tie a a shrunken Darrow head to get uh, a very fun ability? (laughs) If not, you could sell it for a nice amount of money, too. As much as the intimidation would be cool, she's not a huge fan of that. (laughs) Yeah, it it is... um, yeah. I mean, um, it's cool as hell. You did also spill some other stuff out. 19 cracked rubies, which looked like they were about 5 gold each. So you could sell that for about 95 gold. And then, like, the head, you're not sure how much it could go for. But you could sell it afterwards. Gertie would love this, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Maybe. Either way, you scoop that stuff up and you gingerly hack the... Darrow head into Volio's bag of holding. <laughs> nice, you know. We have a new friend to bring along with us. Oh, you are so terrifying! Every Let's day. hope Oddbody doesn't eat him. Oh, please, God. Oddbody, please don't eat it. <laughs> There's doors here. No promises. There is another door into a room that would not have been seen from the front. Oh. We might guys? want to look into these. Uh, Volio listens to this one on the top left. Okay. Um, Volio, you listen in. Make me a perception check. Ooh, 15. Okay, you can make out more undercommon. 
but also you can make out a language you don't understand. You quickly do recognize by the amount you've heard it now as abyssal. Oh. Uh, and you hear like a, like you hear like a load of gibbering from a high-pitched voice, and then a like exasperated. Give me a moment. I must deal with my minions. And then like that voice slaps back into abyssal, and you hear like a lot of arguing back and forth. Um, and that's all we really you're getting right now. It mostly seems to be speaking in Abyssal, which mm. I don't know if you can understand. There's a happy creature in there that speaks Abyssal, so I would not bank on it. And he goes to the oh. other door in the hallway. Give me the ear, give me the ear, give me the ear. Oh, oh. And he hands it to Ariato. Ariato, uh, make me a perception check as you listen in. 24. Okay, uh, you hear perfectly, and you don't like what you hear. Okay. And uh, the voice you hear is. Zunkri, how can we trust her? She is not one of us. She is a nasty surface dweller. She lies and tricks you. And uh, you hear uh, like a responding voice saying, "I do not take advice from Quasitza. You are but here as an abyssal minion. Not." As an advisor, our contact is merely a tool to be used. She is simply giving us information, and when the time comes, she, like the rest of the accursed surface dwellers, will be turned into a servant at the very best, and smit at the worst. And uh, the response that gets you is... And the argument goes back and forth for a moment, but Ariato, you're left with that. What are they saying? I'm, I'm curious that I do not understand either of the languages that have been spoken. Yes, he is. She hands back the ear slowly. Are you okay? Dusklight is working with the Zulgath. Rari rubs his hands down his face, and she's like, why? I mean, yes, but she, how could she have known? Here's the thing, I wouldn't put it past her either, but I wouldn't put it past her specifically, you, at least my knowledge, to like do something to, to upset or hurt us. Does she know that we're doing this in particular? Why is she working with them now? Is she really that, that butthurt that we left her circus? I mean, she's she decided to help know. destroy the Isle of Cortos. There is no way that she could know. I think it might be bigger than just us. Yes. Like I wouldn't put it past her to be that petty, but at the same she's time, she's also an evil bitch. Yes. Well, yes. I, ha- she, I I will not lie. I hadn't expected her to go this far. She would have an ulterior motive. She would have something that's in it for her as well. I don't know what exactly it is, but it would be some. But she wouldn't be an informant for them if it wasn't something that she could gain too. Yes. It could be as little or as big as just fucking us over. We don't really know. We haven't seen her in uh, how long? Oh, Not long I'd enough. Like, like a year? 
I try to avoid thinking about her. I much prefer thinking about the circus that we are currently in. Um, yeah. if she's going to make a menace of herself in this, she is unfortunately going to be on our mind. She's ambitious, so it ta- it'll be a bit... She's ambitious, so a year is a lot of time for her. That's true. But you know what this means? It means that we get to kick her ass at some point. <gasps> oh! I can't wait to kill her! <laughs> Legally, and without any consequence, because if she is working with the Zogoth, I highly doubt that anybody is going to be upset when she's beaten up or something. Oh, let's put her in an early grave. Okay, let's not go with torture. I think we could probably be arrested for torture. There was the... the... the Shellen worshipper that we met in... Oh, is that cockshit? (sighs) But is it new? We didn't have a lot of time between us finding out finding out where this is and coming here, and they just found out as well, which means that, like, it seems like she has been here at least for a little bit. Yes. I don't know if she could have, if it's that new then. Regardless, we're kicking her ass. It's either she told them and they're doing nothing about it because they're afraid, or she's pulling the strings and they don't know shit. Well, she keeps the circus in the dark all the time. So it's it's most likely the latter, which means Mm -hmm. that he's kind of protecting her for no reason. Mm -hmm. Right. The thing is, is that she's extremely manipulative person. She's completely lied to this entire city, and they think that she is a wonderful circus, even though there's tons of abuse going on in that place. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put it past her to be lying to her entire workforce. Except for a few people who are legitimately loyal to her. Like, those guys. If we want, we could try and, like, beat those guys up and find out more. We could. We could, but we have to be careful because the things we do is going to super reflect on the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Oh, yes. I'm not talking about going back there. I mean, these guys in this room. Oh, well. Hey, Volley, you want to kick open the door? Yes! <laughs> he does immediately. Okay, uh, Volley, I will be letting you roll at legs for initiative. Um, <laughs> because you slam that door open, and immediately uh, you see what lies inside. Um, two things aren't a surprise, but one of them is. Mm-hmm. Not a surprise, number one. There is indeed a Zulgat wearing robes that seems to look like those of a cleric. Um, the holy symbol of Zivgavazeb draped around her neck as she turns and snarls at you. Oh, I have um, something special for her. <laughs> and then, uh, floating over her shoulder, there is indeed a little closet uh, who lets out a yelp of terror. But the third person in the room is what's really fucking surprising. Uh-oh. Because holy shit, it's fucking massive. <gasps> oh, Jesus what? Christ, what the fuck is that? <sighs> Standing there in the same room as you, uh, as these other two, is an immense Zulgat. Like, okay, here's the thing. 
Zulgaf's physi uh, physiological diversity doesn't always imply drastic change. Some are just simply much larger and stronger than clutchmates. And this thing, who is, like, incredibly large and clearly incredibly violent, with a massive spine that reaches from its forehead down to its back, um, kind of, like, flickering as it turns to stare at you, clutching a massive hammer, uh, kind of lets out a slow... And uh, you see it kind of taking position behind this cleric, who, uh, when she sees you, she kind of, like, snarls, and she says, Insolent creatures! Who are you that come into my room? C'est circus! <laughs> and you hear uh, one of the, like, the closet, uh, uh, skittering in an abyssal, uh, Ariato, and it's like, The circus! I told you! I told you! They were coming to double-cross us! Um, and... Uh, the leader there, the cleric, she kind of raises her hands, magic swirling around it, and she says, You will not be leaving this room, you you flesh warps. I will have you killed in the name of Zevgavizem. Uh, and everyone, I'd like you all to roll me initiative. And Volio, that can be a uh, dear sweet, um, that can be uh, athletics. Everyone else, that's perception. Not you, Royari, I guess. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to Dice Will Roll. Just a short one this time, everyone. Uh, we have a message from one of our patrons. Remember that if you are in the $7 or up tier, you can request for a special message to be played in the middle of one of these episodes. Uh, this one comes from Emmeline, and it simply reads, These are trying times, but remember to be kind and gentle with yourselves and each other. Remember the communities you are a part of and help foster, and know that you can reach out to friends and loved ones when you feel overwhelmed. Take care, stay hydrated, and know that you're all appreciated. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Thank you very much, Emlyn. The support is very much so appreciated, both from a patron point of view and from a personal point. I hope that uh, was all great for you guys too. Um, just a reminder that I have a webcomic, uh, Kill Scully Paranormal Club, um, which updates twice weekly on Tapas, uh, called Kill Scully Paranormal Club. It's an it's a spooky Irish webcomic about two paranormal investigators who slowly uncover the secrets of their sleepy rural town. The reason I'm bringing this up is that today we uploaded a very special page, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, I will say that we're starting to get into the real, real, real good stuff. Um, and if you want to be part of that journey, and if you are enjoying my storytelling in Dice or Roll, you might want to give this one a look. Um, you can find that by searching up Kill Scully Paranormal Club. That's K-I-L-S-C-U-L-L-Y Paranormal Club. On Google, it'll be on Tapas. You can find it fairly easy. And uh, stay stupid. Thank you all so much for listening, everyone. And as always, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Rules light. Gay heavy. Knees weak. Mom's spaghetti. Listen to us truly earn the explicit podcast tag on Roll Gay Roleplay. 
where we roll with sass and kick some ass. Our dysfunctional party isn't afraid to get our hands dirty. Feel free to interpret that however you want. So violence is on your gay agenda. Come join our campaign at Roll Gay Roleplay. And And may may Yonsei be be with you. We now return to Dice Will Roll. 24. Ariasha? 26. Okay, so top of the order is uh, this priestess. Uh, She kind of snarls, taking a fierce position as uh, her hands kind of like, her hands start kind of like swirling together. Uh, So she is going to cast a spell uh, and she is going to cast uh, magic missile. Uh, And that is going to be, she's spending three actions and she's just going to do uh, three uh, magic missiles, two into Royari, one into Ariato. Okay, so Royari, you instantly take uh, 11 damage, and Ariato, you instantly take uh, 6 damage, as missiles blast from her fingertips, and she spends her whole action using her arcane might to fuck with you. And she snarls and says, Gaze upon the rat of the Zulgat! Ow! Um, Ariato, it's your turn. You don't like that. What do you do? Well, caster lady, make me a will save. Uh-oh. Uh, that is gonna be... a 19. Fail. So would you like to finally know what my new spell is? Oh no, what is your new spell? Crisis of Faith. I already knew the answer. <laughs> okay, Ariato, what... how does this work? So... On a failure for Crisis of Faith, the target takes full damage. If the target can cast divine spells, it's stupefied for it's stupefied one for one round. Okay, uh, so Ariato, you raise your hand and kind of wave it, and uh, as you do, suddenly uh, messages kind of like are blown into our mind. Um, messages that carry holy messages from your deity, Nocticula. And those messages call out uh, into her mind saying, No one is beyond redemption. Even the darkest of sinners can turn and start a new life. The act of destruction is nothing compared to the glory of creation. Put yourself first and do not be afraid to take vengeance on those who have wronged you. And uh, she kind of clutches her head and says, No, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! Um, and how much damage is that? Well... Let's see. 26 damage because she's a divine spellcaster. Oh my god. Holy shit. Yeah, you blast and like she clutches her head um, and she takes that full damage. Uh, she. Yikes. Um, so she's stupefied for a little bit. Um, she is a divine and arcane spellcaster, but that doesn't matter. She still gets some of her powers from her deity. Um. So she's not looking great. Uh, her, she kind of clutches her head, clearly in pain. You have one action left. What do you do? She's going to put a hand on Volio's back, pat him mm-hmm. very uh, hard in the back and say, good oh. luck, buddy. Guidance. Thank you. Oh. Demonic uh, screams tell you to kill Volio. Um, and What's new? Just in time, because, oh no, it's that giant monster's turn. Um, Azul got spine snapper. I don't like it that. It kind of like lets out a roar, uh, and it approaches on you. And oh my god, the smell! You can, you guys can smell it badly now. It's right on top of you. 
you were kind of getting away from it before uh, because you weren't in the room. But my god, now that he's in your face, it stinks. Um, and he is going to start attacking. Um, he is going to immediately uh, make a uh, brutal blow against you. Um, so that is going to be a uh, maul against you, Volio. That is a 33 to hit. Ooh, that's a crit. How does 42 damage sound to you? Ow. Well, that's half my HP. Currently. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and that make me a fortitude save. All right. That's a 20. A 20 is not going to do it. Volio, you are literally slammed 10 feet back. <laughs> and uh, you crash into the wall. Uh, that's only five feet away, so you take the rest and fall damage. That's an extra five damage. Ouch. As you just bang into the wall, kind of denting into it a little bit. As he smashes you extremely hard. Jesus Christ, Volio makes the um, Super Mario 64 oof noise. Holy shit. Um, the zoo, like the spine snapper is completely like uh, in front of the door now, and it roars in your face, letting out a... <laughs> Um, so that's fun. Hey, Volio, it's your turn. Um, I do want to remind you, you do have self-healing powers if you need it. I do, and I think now is a very good time to use them. Uh. Okay. So, do I just say I do them? How much is it? Okay, so Volio, you kind of inhale a little bit, uh, and you start using your... Hamon. Not your Hamon. You use your Reflection of Life. Um... So you take two actions, and for one minute, you are going to um, heal yourself by 3 HP uh, for every round. So immediately you do restore 3 HP, and you're going to continue restoring 3 HP uh, for, the, for the rest of the minute, meaning that you straight up cannot die unless you are, like, really ripped to shreds yeah. for the next minute. That's the precaution of this. Um, so I have one action mm. left, right? You have one action, yes. Uh, I'm gonna say that he already had his fucking, um, weapon out, because that'd be stupid. Okay. Then again, mm -hmm. Volio is stupid. Um. No, you definitely had your weapon out. You were, like, walking around with it. I can't reach him from here. You could start raging. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Um, well, okay. instead of doing anything stupid, uh, Volio's just gonna start raging. Okay. Volio, you start, uh, you enter silly mode. Uh, kind of pulling yourself out of the wall and landing with a boing <laughs> as uh, you kind of enter a cartoony, like, weird fugue of silliness. Um, it's the Quasit's turn. The Quasit just screams and flies around in circles. Rory, it's your turn. Kin. Uh, well, you know, gas. Uh, back. You can ash, and this thing is in the door, uh, having just smashed Volio hard. Actually, because of the square that I'm in and the square that guy's in, is there a way for me to attack, or do I need- Yes, you can attack him. You are within reach. Um, Rayari is going to use a panache attack, um, because I don't need to move. Yeah, I'd be like that. Okay, that's a 10 plus 15, that's a 25. Uh, a 25 against this bad boy? Yeah, this guy- That is a hit, roll damage. You do need to make a fortune save, though. Uh, Volio, will you make me a fortitude save as well, uh, real fast, like, and we can face back in? Yeah, sure. Uh, one second. Volio, make me a fortitude save, by the way, because holy shit, that smell. 29. You still love it. Oh, it'll never oh, change. God. I love how your luck turns, ar turns around <laughs> specifically 
for the scent of the Zolgath. It's a Why? character. It's a character quality. He likes it. I, I, I don't think Roll Twenty knows that though. Roll Twenty loves me enough to fucking do it, is it for God, me. God, it is God themselves. Okay, um, um, I'm coming back in. Uh, is, um, uh, I rolled a 12 plus 15. That's a 27. Okay, 27 damage? No, no, that's my fortitude save. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're fine, Rare. You're good. Okay. Uh, Rare doesn't like it, but doesn't care. Okay. Um, uh, so, back to the damage? Uh, I rolled so- 7 damage. Okay, Rare, you skewer into this guy a little bit, um, and he's... They're looking pretty scary. Um, oh, well, it's a good thing I'm ready to use a finisher now. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. That almost fell off my desk, but I, I kicked it. Um, all right. That's okay. an 11 plus 10. That's a 21. That is literally his AC. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, 12 damage. Okay. Uh, Royari, you slash into him a second time, this time doing a little bit more damage. He's mm-hmm. still looking good, but listen, anything is help, you know? <laughs> okay, and then Royari is going to, um, Royari's like, I'm going in there, and is going to, um, try and, well, I'm going to try at least to, um, backflip through this guy. Okay. Do cool and epic tricks, but, you know, as, as Royari does. You know, sometimes you only roll a 19. A 19 is unfortunately... Wait, this is against his reflex DC? I think so. Yeah, it works. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, Rari flips in there, and now I have more panache. Okay, Rari, you flip into the even stinkier room. Oh, God, you hate this. Um, and you have more panache. Uh, however, you are now also in the range of that uh, cleric. Or battle mage, yeah, god mage, whatever. Um, she is looking pretty pissed because she is um... the sacrifices that we make f- for Panache. <laughs> <laughs> she she is uh, stupefied because she did get like fucked over by Ariato, uh, but she kind of snarls and says, "I will show you what you." Uh, and she is going to cast. Uh, she's going to try to cast Acid Arrow on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so make me... Uh, oh, she has to make an attack roll. Ooh. And this is going to be reduced by one. Um, so that is a 22 to hit. That is a miss. It would have been a 23, which I know would have hit, but Ariana was stupefied her. That's so sad. Hi, hi, hi. Too bad. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> She wastes two actions trying to hit you, and she snarls. Maybe, um, if, maybe if you stand the circus, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> uh, she is going to step back further into the room. Uh, she's not. She's not trying. Um, Ariadu, it is your turn. A Royari is snuck in there, but there is a huge, massive dinosaur man blocking the door. This is like, what if the Hulk fucked a T Rex? Uh. What do you do? Thank you for giving me that <laughs> mental image. The bad mental image, Dave. Well, you have three actions. What do you do? Uh-huh. Um, she's going to she's she's gonna cast Bane. 
Okay. Ariato, darkness bubbles around your fi- uh, feet. Uh, lowering uh, the... Uh, lowering the attacks of any bad, nasty man around you, such as this horrible creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that actually basically just catches him in it. Just about. Which is very nice. Uh, you have one action left. What do you do? Thank God. She's going to cast shield. <laughs> you cast shield on herself. Good call. Um, it is the Zulgat Spine Snapper's turn. So the Zulgat st- uh, Spine Snapper turns to you, Royari, and it sees you, and it squints, and it's going to try to grab you. Okay. Uh, does a uh, 30 beat your fortitude, DC? That's your fortitude number plus 10, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He grabs you, and then he choke slams you. Oh! <laughs> uh, like, he picks you into the air, and then just fucking punches you into the wall. Um, make me a fortitude save. Okay, I guess God wants me to roll a three, so I'm gonna use the hero point. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, uh, that's a 16 plus 12. Um, 28? Yes, 28. Okay, so you're still going to take damage, but you aren't slowed or stunned, which is good, because stunned is a terrible effect, which means you just can't do anything on your next turn. Royari gets chokeslammed is like, I'll take you to dinner first. <laughs> uh, that is 14 bludgeoning damage to you and to the wall, which Ariato and Volio, you see, like, put, like, being cracked a little bit on the other side. Oh! And it roars in your, your, your face, Royari, uh, and he's going to try bite you. And he gets in that one, because of fucking course he does. Ha 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 ha. Um, he gets, stop hitting yourself. He accidentally bites his own hand because he's grabbing you. He lets it out. And he takes 19 piercing damage. Ooh. Oh my god. Oh, Nelly. Um, he bites himself hard and, like, roars in anger and stares up at you even more furious. Damn. Fun. Oh, no. Volio, it's your turn. Uh, you're raging, and there's a big scary man. What do you do? Uh, well, I do the same as I do to any big scary man. I kill them. Okay. Run up and get him. Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to take a step forward. Way mm-hmm. towards him cordially uh-huh. uh and okay. that'll be a 30 to hit uh a 30 mm-hmm. because he's being flat he's flatwood because he's got uh royari on the other side that is a crit <laughs> that's uh 17 times two what is that uh 30. that's 34 damage yeah 34 oof you fucking slam him hard he lets out a roar of pain He's not looking well. <laughs> it's not polite to do that, you know. He's not even saying shit. He's just roaring at you. <laughs> and then he hits him again. Okay. Ooh, not good. Eleven. An eleven is thankfully not a crit fail because he's flat forward, but it is definitely a miss. Okay. Cool. Um... It is uh, the Quasit's turn, who continues shrieking in the abyssal. Ariadne, you can only kind of make it out through all the platter of combat, but he's like, No, I don't want to die! I don't want to die! I don't want to die! Um, 
And that is his, his turn. Uh, Royeri, it's your turn. You are in this dude's hand, but he's not looking well. Uh, you have panache, I believe. What do you do? How do I get out of his arms? Is it athletic? You can make an acrobatic check to slitter on out. Acrobatic. Well, don't mind if I do. He's an um, acrobat. True. She is. I love Royari because I cannot misgender them. Yeah. <laughs> misgender proof. Uh, 12 plus 14 is 26. That's enough, Royari. You wiggle on out. You're out of there. You drop to the floor, uh, no longer slammed into a wall, which is quite nice. Um, Rayari, um, wipes their mouth and is like, all right, um, and is going to fucking attack. Okay. She's going on the attack. Um, I'm going to use- Run from finisher or just a regular attack? I'm going to use a finisher. Okay. Oh, you know, it's a seven plus a 15. Um, so that's 22. That's a hit. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, baby! <laughs> Roll damage! 18. Fuck off! Oh. Yeah. Twice? Twice yeah. in the same game? Redoing this? <laughs> you know... Rayari, how do you kill the Zulgut Spine Snapper who had 18 HP left? Um, Rayari, um, breaks free from, from its yeah, grasp. Um, and just looks looks at it in the eye and is like, uh, no thank you, actually. Um, and goes straight through its fucking neck. The weird looking neck that it has. Disgusting you thick stab neck. through the pure muscle around its neck. And that's like, <laughs> And when you pull out, blood gushes out like it's a Kiro or some shit. And it falls to the floor, giving the others entrance into the room. Yay! Ooh, entrance! You're welcome. Uh, you have one action left, too. Um, and then Rayari is literally going to tumble through these guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rayari is literally just here to tumble through people. Um, that is... A 19 plus 14 is a fucking 30... Crit. 33. <laughs> yes, that is easily a crit. You easily rush through. Take a hero point, and you are in, baby. Um, which is fun. Um, the Zulgat mage, uh, she snarls, and she's like, How dare you destroy my bodyguard? How about you? Her uh, stupefaction has worn off, so she is good now. But she is casting um, Burning Hands on you, so make me a reflex save. Okay. Uh, I rolled an at 20, so I had no reason to fear. <laughs> you fucking duck under the fire, like fucking Matrix style. She sears the wall, and you're just like, ha, looking good. Rayari literally just, like, ducks, and it's like, uh, I think that you may have failed that, so. <laughs> I don't think screaming is going to get you anywhere, darling. <laughs> she takes her last action to back up again. She's getting out of there. Um, and Ariadu, it is your turn. Uh, the horrible spine snapper is dead, giving you entrance into the room. What do you do? Well, she's gonna go into the doorway, um, mm -hmm. stomping onto this thing's corpse like it's her fucking territory. <laughs> you hear a fucking snap from its body. Well, 
She's not going to think about that right now. She's going <laughs> to perfectly balance and throw her fucking trident at <gasps> this at this cleric. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Make me that attack roll. Uh, this will be using your decks. Okay. The 23. A 23 is a hit. Roll damage. Six. Okay, Ariato, uh, your trident flies through the air and stabs into her, and she lets out a <laughs> of pain. Uh, because, yeah! Um, she kind of like struggles, clutching at her body, and she stares up at you and snarls and says, How dare you! Listen, I don't have to be nice to someone who summons demons for a living. <laughs> uh, she just hisses at you. She doesn't have a good response to that. Because, you know, you are right. That is her. That is how she makes a living. Um, you have one action left. What do you want to do? I stare down, demoralize her. Ooh, okay. Make me that intimidate check. Oh my god, my intimidation's jacked. Yeah, you're very good at it. 28. Ooh, let's see how she fares. Oh, would you believe if I said I was a crit? I believe you. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, cool. Um, so she is frightened too. Uh, she just kind of pushes back into the wall, uh, clearly quite uh, afraid. And just in time, because Volio, it's your turn. Oh. There's someone who's afraid over there. Their AC is lowered and they're a spellcaster. What do you do? Well... Volio, um, I don't want to describe this as creepy, but you know, you know, in the fucking trailer for it, how, how Pennywise, he runs towards, um, the fucking kid in the basement. <laughs> I didn't know the exact run you're talking about, where you're just fucking flailing your hat, arms and legs as you go. Yeah, uh, it's that, but it's more like slapstick. Um, it's still pretty slapstick. Okay. It is a little disturbing. It's a little scary to look at. Fucking charging. Uh, he cool, charges cool, cool. in, and he's going to slam right on top of her head. Okay, go for it. 25. Uh, 25 is a hit. Uh, and how much damage is that? 10. Nice. Okay, you've watched enough. What do you do? I do it again. Okay. Volio stops for no one. 19. 19 is literally a hit because of it. How much damage is that? That is 16 damage. Volio, how do you do this? Uh, well, after one hit, he sees that she is not flattened like a pancake. And that, I think, makes him a little sad. He does a little sad clown frown. Um, uh, does a little... like a... Aww. Yeah, it's more like a... Oh. Uh, and he spins around and adds a little pizzazz, and he just fucking flattens her. Her jaw flies across the room one way, her uh, skull goes the other way, and she just fucking falls to the floor. Absolutely bet into a pulp. <laughs> and you've killed everyone, except for the closet. It's the closet's turn. The closet screams and cries. <laughs> Christ. This is so sad. Um... So the, the fire's ended. You still have this quasi who is shrieking in uh, abyssal. Like, no, don't kill me, please, please, please. Do not kill me. I don't want to be killed. I, I'm sorry, I called you traitors. 
I didn't mean it. Please, just let me go. Give Zip's your friend. Give Zip's friendly. What is he saying? Oh. Give Zip surrenders, please. Don't hurt Give Zip. Zip is good friend. You'll see. Uh, something, something. Good friends, something, something. Please trust me. I don't trust that thing for shit. She's still begging for her life. Priori turns back and is like, unfortunately, I do not speak demon. I speak common if you require. Oh, my fucking god. Ariana takes out her uh, her trident from the dead body like, oh, come on, you could have made this a lot easier. <laughs> My apologies, I assumed you, like everyone else here, spoke abyssal, but it was a mistake, a mistake which I beg you will not cost you Zip's life. You know, the only ones who speak abyssal are people who learn it and people who are demons. Hi, I'm a, I'm half. <laughs> give Zip, give Zip, make, make a case for you to spare, give Zip. Yes, make your case. Ariado points the spear and she says, make it quick. We will be the judge and executioners. <laughs> yes, it can tell you all about the nasties we'll get here, yes? Yes. are big and scary. You need a friend like Gibsip to help. Gibsip knows their secrets. Uh, Gibsip sees their deal with the pretty cat lady. See how you trick her then? Yes, yes. I never listen to Gibsip. Gibsip's new friends will listen, yes? Mm-hmm. Of course. I, I, I will. I, Gibsip, join with you and join with the pretty cat lady. Would you give us a second, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, whatever the fuck your name is? Gibbs, if I said, Gibbs, if said it like 15 times. Yes, Gib, Gib, all right. Uh, Connor, come here. Prairie <laughs> <laughs> says, if you try escaping, I am not afraid of coming to find you. <laughs> she was like for a moment, like inching towards the door. Then you say that and she stops. Rari <laughs> um, grins and there's like anime sparkles and they're like, good. Um, and they walk over. Um, they keep an eye. Uh, he keeps an eye on her, but he is like talking. He just doesn't. He wants to make sure that uh, that she doesn't leave. Uh, is the qual- is the is the closet wearing any sort of garments? Uh, no, but there are like curtains and stuff around her. You can make her like a little a little scarf. Well, <laughs> actually, hmm. Hmm. There's no way for her to do this without making it, like, extremely weird. I was gonna- I was gonna, uh, say that Ariato throws a trident and pins her against the wall, just so she doesn't escape. I mean, you could pin her between the two, uh, tongs and have her kind of just sitting there like, Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, before she goes into the huddle and as she sees the closet inching for the door, she- Rose the trident. Okay, that pins her down, and she goes. Like, Zip <laughs> wouldn't dream of running away. Oh, you have yeah. better not. Yeah, don't don't move because I don't miss. They'll know if you think about it. Clowns are quite scary when they want to be, you know. <laughs> now you just stay right there. Um, she huddles. Yeah, Volia pulls him into plan? a huddle, uh, and he's like, Phil. You know, we could bring her to the authorities. We could. Uh, and he makes some gesturing motions with his hands. Or 
We could. Let this fun go. And let words spread around them that Dusklight has betrayed them. Because they think that they're with her. A spread of distrust will do her no good. In fact, it'll cause quite a bit of trouble for her. If she wants to play dirty, so can we. <laughs> uh, we can tell this closet what to say. Say it was not us who was here, but someone else. And they have right. proof that uh, someone did come and uh, kill these two. Rayari's, uh, Rayari, um, sort of falls in this like, I hate sounding like, <laughs> I sound evil when I say this. Uh, I don't mean it like that. Do we intend on leaving people alive, though? Well, uh, what is it we even need to do here? I'm just clearing this place out. Preferably cleansing this place as well, because I think it would be good for us to, you know, cleanse the area. Getting information out of her is very important, I feel. Um, I would feel weird just murdering somebody after doing that. Um, mm, yes, we could always leave one alive along with the clo- closet, closet, and have them... I don't know. They seem to all be connected somehow. Go back hmm. to at least one of the brutes? I don't know. Well, we don't know where they're coming from. They could very well be coming from here. Hmm? We should ask the closet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rayari turns and is, is like, Gives up, Miss... Uh, mi- uh, miss uh, Gives up. Uh, we actually have questions for you. What gives it? You're fucking kidding. There doesn't appear to be a gives it in underneath this uh, private. What the hell? I mean, I. <sighs> you want to go investigate? Is the quasi gone? Yes. I have... Upon further inspection, she's still there. She's just invisible. Ariado. Ariado takes the trident and moves it slightly. So that way, there the gaps are kind of closing in. <laughs> You're twisting it, and she's like, ah! "You know, if Gibson invisibility cannot save you, Gibson was merely showing off a party trick." She tightens it a little good. bit more. What? Gibson will give you information. Any? <laughs> An information you shall give. Yes, yes, the information I shall give. What, what do you require? Um, where he's like, where are the Zulgath coming from? Oh, I don't know exactly. I was summoned here in the temple many weeks ago, and the Zulgath were already here. Zipting's there's about two dozen of them. Including four demon collars. They usually work together, but sometimes fight among themselves. They are spread out around this level. Um, and a lower level that I don't know very well. I believe that's where they're coming from. From deep underground. Hmm. Hmm. Zip knows there used to be more Zulgat. Many, many more. What happened to them? Zip thinks that they left. A while ago. 
Tusk gives him does not fully understand. Gives him knows that they were scary. Scarier than the Zulgat who are here now. Hmm. They look like stronger? Well, Gibson saw one who had a very big hammer. Oh yes, that is very terrifying. Gibson saw one with skin made of stone. Oh yeah, that's fucked up. The scariest one gives him. The scariest one gives him. You've never seen a, a demon look genuinely afraid for a moment? Mm-hmm. Well, here you are. Her ears kind of drop and her eyes kind of water and she's like, Gipsip remembers. He was big. Hmm. White scales with black paint on them. Very strong. Very sharp claws. Very sharp teeth. But Gipsip doesn't think it was fully Zulgat. Gipsip remembers it had tentacles from its back. Tentacles? And scary runes of Zulgatzeb. It wore bones of ancient monsters around its neck and on its body. And the other Zulgaf called it, its, it their leader. I the see. The other Zulgaf called it Deep Mount Everhunger. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Rayari writes that down. You've heard this name before, too. Mm-hmm. Where did we hear that name before? From the other Zulgat back in Aberton. Several of them... That was the glorious leader that Captain Akash was always harping on about. Rayari goes, they're definitely connected. This seems to be the person in charge of them. This is the person that was in charge that the others in, in Aberton were talking about. Or there were a lot of puzzle pieces. Yes. Uh, very annoying puzzle pieces. Yes, they're very annoying. Surely Gibson thinks that you can solve it. Gibson knows you're intelligent. Plus, Gibson knows you already know lots about the Zulgat because of the pretty cat lady circus lady. Oh, oh yes, actually. Tell us about um, that. We would love to know more about that. Um. I mean, why are the... Rayari says, have you spoken to this cat lady? No one talks to Gibson. Have you... I'm so sorry. (laughs) Have you been around for conversations? Yes, that's that is a very good question. No, but Gibson knows. Gibson's seen her and heard her speak. Gibson knows that she goes, she comes up and goes, uh, leaves through the bell tower. Gibson knows that the other surface dwellers don't know about the bell tower and how it can get you out of this place. Okay. Bell tower. Rayari is literally like writing it all down, <laughs> taking, taking, um, taking pretty girl notes, you know, in like yeah. way too fancy handwriting, like in 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 very pretty font. Demon Lord, <laughs> you know, that kind like of a thing. fucking nursing major. Yeah. Um, Rayari's like. So. Have you have you heard anything in particular that she said? Any reasons that she might have been working with Zulgath? Gives it thinks that she said that she wants to help the Zulgaths and do, do their do their monstrous deeds. And gives it knows she says that she thinks Zulgath are greater than surface dwellers. But 
Yvzib thinks she's lying to manipulate the Zulgat. Yvzib doesn't think... Yvzib wonders why you don't notice if you're friends with her. Let's just say pretty cat lady likes her secrets. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't tell us everything. Pretty cat lady's a traitor to you as well. Oh, I feel, gives it feels vindicated. <laughs> She's a bitch. <laughs> That's all gives I Gibson agrees. Gibson wonders if you have come here to seek your friends. Friends? Friends. Gibson knows here? pretty cat lady has brought other people down with her. Other surface dwellers. Is that so? Who? You know anything about any of their appearances? Anything? I would love to know everything. Yes. <laughs> Priori is just fucking trying to keep track of everything. Um, I they're full in. I need to get revenge mode. <laughs> Gibson is loath to tell you, but there are many to count, and none of them survive. None of the wait. So she's bringing people down, and they're dying. She brings them as gifts. Oh my! Sacrifices. Huh. Fucked up. Ryari, Ryari leans towards Ariado and is like, "And her her circus, her circus closed. We could get her circus closed. People find out this is happening. This is true. Yes." Jesus Christ. And we can save the rest of the circus that deserves it. That's true. Oh, you know, Mrs. Quasit, Mrs. Givzib, right? Givzib? Givzib, yes. You are oh, quite... I never remembered Givzib's name before, you... which is really weird considering how often Givzib says it. You do say it instead of the word I, and you know what? That is fucking Gibson bad. doesn't have pronouns. You know what? I, I may have stolen all of them. <laughs> Um, and, but Rayari looks at him and is like, you are quite helpful, actually. Um, even oh, though- Would it be helpful if Gibson told you about the gifts she gave to the demon callers? Yes! Oh, yes. Absolutely, yes. I would like but to that know. that one! Huh? That one? Over there, in the corner! There's somebody, is there somebody in the corner? There is something in the corner. Oh, what's in the corner? A staff! And fellas, your mouths all start to water because, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Mm -hmm. That is a circusy looking piece of magic item stuff. <gasps> Reparations! <laughs> um, this highly polished black wooden staff resembles an aristocrat's oversized walking cane, completed with a silver head shaped like a large circus animal, in this case, a lion. Ring, uh, ringmasters, or you recognize this pretty instantly as a ringmaster staff. Ooh. Ringmasters or announcers use ringmaster staves to draw attention from their audience uh, or to salvage acts that fall flat mid-performance. While wielding a ringmaster staff, your normal voice can be heard clearly by all creatures within 300 feet, regardless of intervening barriers or ambient noise. Oh Although your voice can't uh, penetrate magical silence. And uh, you can't use this effect to extend an Audrey or Sonic effect. True barriers that would otherwise block it. This and, is... Uh, hmm? This is a microphone. <laughs> uh, more than just that. That's so cool, though. Oh, my God. It is uh, specifically a Ringmaster staff. Uh, when, when you're wielding it, it lets you cast Dancing Lights. It lets you cast Featherfall and Floating Disc. It lets you cast Glitter Dust, Illusory Creature, and Obscuring Mist. Hmm. This is just... 
I will not make the. I will. I will make sure that the circle doesn't fail the item. Yeah. And also, it's just very fun for flavor in like the middle of a fight. <laughs> like, poo some smoke, poo some illusions, and definitely very very fun for uh, a ringmaster or like anyone in a circus, to be honest. Mm-hmm. A gift for the professor. The... Yeah. <laughs> that would be really. He cute, deserves actually. a gift. He does. He does. He works so hard. Um, oh, like, he doesn't have to use Ghost Santa Booster's voice anymore. Yeah. Rari sees this item, picks it up, and is like, "Sorry, I didn't see what was in the other room." Um, picks the item up and says, "Oh, perfect." Um, we need to give this to the professor, and he, you know, when you like throw a stick at somebody, mm-hmm. like you toss it, like while, while it's like upright, standing up, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Rary tosses it and is like, can you put that in your bag of holding? Yes, and he holds it open. Um, Stick it in. Puts it in. And he fucking shoves that shit in. Um, and we, is, was that the only thing there? Yes. Cool. Rary's like, okay, uh, that is important. Thank you for that. <laughs> she has brought many more gifts. She brings them to flattered Zulgat. I see. You've killed one of the demon collars. There are three more. Are the demon collars this big hulking thing? No, no, no. That's a spine snapper. They're like gargins of hutches and stuff. Okay, so this this demon collars that person over there. Oh, okay. Gives it points of the fucking uh, spellcaster. This one. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. The lady I smashed. (laughs) Okay. You zip tanks. That the reason she, bring, the pretty cat lady, brings so many people and so much treasure isn't because she thinks that surface dwellers are, you know, not as good as the deep dwellers. Oh. Zip thinks she's trying to plunder this place, steal ancient treasures for herself. I see. So she's trying to take the things of worth here by bringing things that are worth less. Gives it basically thinks that a uh, pretty cat lady is bringing sacrifices and treasures down here to flatter the Zulgats and make powerful allies, all the while stealing treasures to make a quick buck. Hmm. That sounds exactly like her. That sounds like something that she would do without even thinking that it is remotely wrong. It is true. Gives it has only heard her speak twice. Mm-hmm. One time she was talking about her rockin' new boyfriend. Boyfriend. <laughs> oh, huh? that's great. You, you guys are not impressed by that. You guys are not impressed by that. Raya. She does this all the fucking time. She will find someone who is like half her age, <laughs> like creepily younger than her, and she'll be like, "No one's ever uh, made me feel this way." <gasps> it's that like, Asimar, oh isn't God. it? Oh, maybe. Oh no, um, it could very well be. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Rari's like. Uh, yes. She always, she's always in it for money, though. Yeah. She's a, she's a manipulator and a heartbreaker. Rari's Every like... Other, you've seen that happen so many fucking times. Rari's like, oh, yes, this another one. Um, What is that, number 15? I think it's more like... She's uh, in the triple 50. digits, about least. Ugh. <laughs> oh, it disgusts yeah. me. Yeah. No shame, but fuck her. No. And what was the other time? I need to know. She was swearing her unending loyalty to the Zulgat. 
and promised that she would aid them in any way so long as they kept letting her in here. <laughs> so you've heard her two times, and one of the times was her swearing her loyalty, and the other time was her talking about getting dead. <laughs> yes! Oh! <laughs> She shows up to her new allies like Just got a boyfriend Just got a dick appointment (sighs) Oh my god Uh, She remains to be one of the most pathetic people that we know It's true Anyways Is there anything else that we need to know Or that we could know Mm. No there were lots more Zulgahi ones, but they've left. Um, the remaining ones, there's four powerful, uh, four, four powerful priests of Zulgadiseb. You've killed one, so maybe not that powerful. Um, if you clear them out, the rest will probably run away. Yes, yes. And there's an underground place, but I don't know it really well. Would you be able to lead us to that? The strongest. Yes. We will... Why do you say it like that? You cannot let you use it We will make sure that your passage through this place does not end with you getting murdered by the people that summoned you. You have proven you yourself us. worthy of living. It's true. And redemption. Maybe. Perhaps you can even Let's find a Redemption. 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 Oh yes. Yeah, do you remember not? She like she kind of like uh cowers a little bit. Oh, she's scary. She murders and kills other demons. She's so strong and powerful. The whore queen of the succubi. Oh no. No. Okay, slow. Slow down. She, no, she's good now. Well, eh, chaos the, neutral, but she's sh- cool now. She's no longer the mistress of s- s- assassins in Lust? No. Well, I, I, well, is she still with Lust? Is she still with Lust? I don't know. I mean, know. she's still a succubus, but no. Okay, that's fair. Is it possible for, for demons to change? Uh, yes. Thing. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Half demon. Hi. Yeah. It's a. It's uh, possible. Here's the, a bit. <laughs> here's the thing, Miss Gibbsum. Nobody is born evil. You could just choose to not do it anymore. Who gives a fuck? This is true. She kind of tilts her head at you, and she's like, "No, pretty sure demons are born evil." Uh, no, shut up. Shut up. Because they can probably made of the soul of some petty bandit. And you know what? Born evil. And you know, uh, you know what? Yeah? You're thinking the wrong way. <laughs> Here, while you lead us to, uh, to the other areas, to the other spellcasters, I, uh, why don't I tell you a bit more of Nocticula? Zib will listen in careful curiosity. Very careful. Cool. Zip can sit on your shoulder for journey. Oh, that's so cute. That's very cute. Sure. Zip sits on your shoulder like Pikachu. So fuck is Pikachu? I'm pretty sure that Pikachu 
No, I'm pretty sure that that's one of those things. It's in one of those, like, choose-your-own-adventure books. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this. Okay, video games are choose-your-own-adventure books. Cool. Uh, would you guys like to go looking for these other guys? Yes. yes. I want you all I mean, to have know. have you seen the Pokemon books? <laughs> Actually, you're right. This one uh, that you Oh, yeah, uh, you, like, uh, you pass by some stairs uh, before you leave. They're kind of tucked away in the corner and gives it his, like... Oh, Gibbs doesn't suggest you go down there. Why not? Uh, why not? Gibbs is pretty sure that that's an Ender Slider hunting ground. Oh. Gibbs is here, uh, Zunkri. And uh, she kind of points at the demon uh, car you already killed. Gibbs is here as Zunkri talk about it. Very annoyed. Hmm. But don't think you should solve that. Not your problem. <laughs> All Let's right. go. There. <laughs> Not your problem. Uh, do you keep moving? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Gibzib, uh, guides you along. Uh, until eventually you get back to one of the doors that you had been, uh, standing at earlier and listening in on. Mm-hmm. And Gibzib points and says, Gibzib knows that Yashka's in there. Yashka's scary. Only has one eye and powerful summoning powers. Yashket can make demon blood flesh stuff grow out of carvings. Oh, very scary. Oh. Doesn't do anything else. Scares the others who got into listening. Hmm. Interesting. Sounds fun at parties. Yes. Quite. Gives him don't think they've ever been to parties. That doesn't surprise me. This is the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, working in the circus, sometimes I forget that there are people that just go their entire lives without enjoying themselves. <laughs> but Gibsip knows y- Yashka probably has uh, about three other people mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. That's all Gibsip knows. Okay. Thank you very much, Gibson. Well, shall we? Mm-hmm. Would you like to hide just in case so that way no one sees you? Gibson, turn invisible. <laughs> you can still feel Gibson on your shoulder, Ariato. Hmm. But he, she has gone invisible. Okay, well, that's fair. Um, Gibson then says, There's another door to the south that you may have passed already that also has a demon collar in there. Gibzib doesn't know where the last one is. Might not be on this floor, but Gibzib doesn't know what lies beneath. Fair enough. Well, we can certainly look, and you can certainly see for yourself. Mm, Gibzib's scared. Wait, Do not you be scared. Will, we will make sure that you stay on my shoulder. <laughs> Don't you have uh, something like dark vision? Yes. What the fuck? But all the, it, everything become red when gives a turn dark vision. It gives him scared. Zell, Gib Gib, I have good information Boyo for has you. Floodlights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have good information for you, Gib Gib. He blinks lighter. Yeah. Ah! This is scary. You are, oh my God! Please do not blind her. Gibbs it turned into centipede and hide in pocket. Bye. Jesus Christ! Uh, Did she okay, turn into okay, a centipede? Okay. <laughs> She turns into a fucking centipede that's like a uh, foot long and skitter, 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 skitter into Ariadne's pocket. Also, I have a pouch that's bigger. 
There you go. It always comes down to, to befriending things that usually aren't befriended for us. Yeah. We don't do it all the time, but when no, we do it... No, I, I think this is probably one of the only demons Ariad is going to befriend ever. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's just, I just uh, like this closet. Do you want to push into this room? It's where they are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you guys can still hear some chattering from the other side of the door. What do you do? Would you like me to knock it down? Always. Um, instead of kicking it down this time, Volio fucking uh, body rocks it. He like slams into it with his body. <laughs> uh, you charge in, and the music stops. Very cool. Oh, shit. Ooh, the music doesn't work. I think we're having a party. Cool. Look at all the blood here. It's a lot of blood. That's, uh, that's a bloody table right there. Uh, it fucking stinks in here. <laughs> Um, but that's not really what matters. Uh, what matters is this abandoned chapel is shrouded in gloom. Mm-hmm. To the east, a broken slab surrounded by marble debris is all that remains of a large statue. Atop the broken slab stands a crude altar of wood and stone bearing a human form. A gash splits the dead man's throat, his decaying face frozen in a final mask of horror. And a strange symbol of energy is... Uh, a strange symbol carved into the man's abdomen undulates with foul energy. You don't recognize the man, but you can tell by his clothes that this guy almost certainly worked in the Celestial Menagerie. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And it looks like what was once a glorious statue of Aridin now serves as an altar to the Demon Lords of Gavazeb. That's cool. You instantly recognize that uh, rune on his chest, Ariato, as uh, the sigil of Zivgavazeb. And while the movement is disturbing but harmless, it is glowing brightly as three other uh, Zulgat are in this room. One of them turns, and he is missing one eye, but the other eye is, like, bulging and large. And cloudy. It looks like he's got like weird misty cataracts. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he turns, and uh, he seems kind of surprised to see you because he like looks like he was in the middle of praying, and he's like in undercom saying, "If you prostrate yourself in- before it night, you shall receive the power of Zephyr." Did someone say prostrate? Muscles evolve and sp- He turns around, flailing. Who are you? Why have you come against Yashka of the Evil Eye? Well, we've come to flatten you to shit. <laughs> and uh, the two other Zulgat who look like they're like uh, war leaders of some sort kind of clutch their hammers and snarl. These guys are bigger and bulkier than uh, the regular Zulgat, but not exactly spine snappers either. Um, and uh, this guy, Yashka of the Evil Eye, he called himself, kind of grins. <laughs> <laughs> My minions, now is the time to test your newly granted evil powers and smite these enemies of the Glutton Dark once and for all and evolve into a new era of our fucking children. <laughs> and he kind of like lurches forward, ready to fight you all, as do they. And you don't think that weird rune is doing anything at the same time. The placebo effect is a dangerous thing. Oh shit. And these will get the 
look like they're ready to rip you up. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.